Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, September 7th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include El Salvador adopts Bitcoin, congestion at U.S. ports set to continue, and moviegoers help Disney's Marvel movie smash records. Those stories and more, but first, let's get you caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are mixed, with S&P and NASDAQ futures down less than a tenth of a percent, while Dow futures, they're higher by less than a percent. In Europe, the stock 600 is down a quarter of a percent. Shares in Asia closed higher. Brent crude is lower by about a half a percent at 71.88 a barrel. In bonds, the 10-year U.S. Treasury note is selling off, pushing the yield up more than 3% to 1.37%. The dollar strengthened versus major peers, while Bitcoin is down about 2%, just under $51,000. Gold is lower by 1% at $1,812 an ounce. Now our top stories. Today is B-Day or Bitcoin Day in El Salvador as the nation becomes the first country to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. The government is set to spend more than $225 million to introduce the cryptocurrency through a plan that includes a $30 credit in Bitcoin to those who take up Chivo, slang for cool. That's a government-run e-wallet that can be used for purchases in Bitcoin or U.S. dollars. The government is also rolling out a network of 200 Bitcoin ATMs and building a chain of Chivo-branded kiosks with staff that will introduce customers to Bitcoin at plazas around the country. Government officials say Bitcoin's adoption will lead to affordable financial services in a country where an estimated 70% of the workforce operates in a vast underground cash-based economy. Some Reddit traders in Brazil are actively discussing plans to buy $30 worth of the cryptocurrency en masse today to mark the new Bitcoin law. U.S. ports expect congestion to continue deep into next year. Ports are already swamped by record numbers of containers reaching the U.S. during the peak shipping season, and the number of ships waiting for berths in Southern California's ports is a logjam that stretches into warehouses and distribution networks. Major U.S. ports are forecast to handle the equivalent of some 2.37 million imported containers in August. That's the most for any month, dating all the way back to 2002. Projections are that overall inbound volumes for the year will break the record of 22 million boxes that was set in 2020. And Walt Disney's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings smashed records for the highest-grossing film for the four-day Labor Day weekend, making $90 million in the U.S. and Canada. That's according to industry estimates. It will run exclusively in theaters for 45 days before hitting streaming services. Shang-Chi is the first Marvel movie with an Asian superhero as the lead and is drawing the second-highest box office right behind Black Widow, for a movie release during the pandemic. In other news, China's export growth unexpectedly surged in August because demand from U.S. and European retailers probably brought forward their Christmas shopping orders. Europe is facing an energy price shock as a supply crunch lifts the cost of producing power just as businesses reopen and people return to the office, adding to demand. 
Benchmark European gas futures traded in the Netherlands surged to a record Monday, as did prices in the United Kingdom. Deutsche Telekom has struck a share swap deal with SoftBank Group to increase its stake in T-Mobile. In separate news, Deutsche Telekom is selling its Dutch division in a 5 billion euro divestment plan. Aluminum prices rose to their highest level in 10 years Monday after a military coup in Guinea threatened the metal supply chain. Guinea is the world's largest exporter of bauxite that's used to make alumina, which is the primary ingredient that's used to make aluminum. Goldman Sachs economists revised down their forecast for growth in the U.S. economy this year, pointing to a, quote, harder path ahead for American consumers. Overall expansion in 2021 is now seen at 5.7 percent, compared with a previous expectation of 6 percent. That was published at the end of August. Biomarin pharmaceutical shares dropped 7% ahead of the opening bell. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration placed a clinical hold on one of its gene therapy studies. Boeing is lower ahead of the open after Ryanair, Boeing's biggest customer outside of the United States, said it's walking away from talks over potential new orders for the 737 MAX in a dispute over pricing. In other news, deliveries of the 787 Dreamliner look to be stalled until at least late October, as the FAA has yet to approve Boeing's inspection proposals. Japan is set to purchase 150 million doses of Novavax COVID-19 vaccine. White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci said the U.S. COVID-19 vaccine rollout that's scheduled for September 20th will likely begin with the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, soon followed by Moderna's booster shot. Some 60% of business travelers said that they're likely to postpone travel plans, and nearly 70% said they're likely to take fewer trips. That's according to a report by the American Hotel and Lodging Association. Corporate travel returned to about 40% of its pre-pandemic levels this summer, according to Delta Airlines. They had expected it to reach 60% by September. Business travelers account for as much as three-quarters of airlines' profits, while accounting for only about 12% of the seats purchased. New York Fashion Week will take over the city for the five-day event beginning Wednesday, September 8th. The event typically draws about 230,000 people, It will now have about half that number, and nearly a quarter of the shows presenting will be in digital-only formats. And Jean-Paul Belmondo, star of the iconic French New Wave film Breathless, has died. He was 88. At 6.20 a.m., stocks in Asia closed higher. In Europe, at midday, shares are lower, while U.S. futures are mixed, with Dow futures slightly higher, while S&P and Nasdaq futures trade lower by less than a tenth of a percent. Crude futures are down a half a percent at 71.88 a barrel. Gold is 1% lower at 18.14 an ounce. Bitcoin slipped nearly 2%. It's just under $51,000. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury rose to 1.37%. On the calendar, it's a light day for scheduled releases. At 1 p.m., we get the results of the Treasury's $58 billion three-year note auction. And after the close... Casey's General Stores will report results. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.